1: Welcome, 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 beasties of all ages to the Random Brothers Badass Circus. My name is Chad Hall, and with me in the middle of the ring, in the middle of the circus, is my good friend Lam Wen. Hello, everybody. So, you guys maybe have been paying attention to um, the order of the episodes and noticing that things have been strange. I keep calling the last two episodes bonus episodes. Lamb and I were chatting a little bit about this before we started recording, and then we decided, you know, we should just record and talk about this on the podcast. So we're going to explain to you guys uh, kind of what's been going on. Um, Lamb, you want to give a little input?
2: Well, I, it's we've kind of started where it all began, which is we're we're starting to run into some technical difficulties with our... Um, our gear. Um, Technical limitations is probably the better way to say it. Uh, Both of our laptops are on the older side. And so because of that, uh, some of the things that we want to do are starting to chew up system resources that are starting to kill files and kill apps and all that kind of stuff. So we've gone back to the old school. Um, Chad and I are talking on phones again and recording with our laptops separately. So this should be an interesting move towards newer tech and older tech all at the same time.
1: Yeah, you guys may may have noticed that in the last episode, uh, the 20 questions face off that my audio clipped a lot. There was a lot of, <laughs> in that, and that was, it's just my, we were using Zencaster. My computer is, I just looked right before we started this. My computer is from 2011. So this is a six-year-old laptop, and it just, that four megabytes of RAM just cannot compete with um, recording audio and streaming VoIP or VOIP, if you prefer, over the internet at the same time. And we had a similar problem uh, a week before that when we tried to do an interview. Actually, we had a worse problem when we tried to do an interview. We tried to use a service called Cast, and it just, every time I spoke, it kicked me out completely. So we ended up, it was actually pretty embarrassing. We, we had um, an interview with us and basically we had to stop we assumed it was the heat at the time and it was not the heat so uh, as a consequence we've had to kind of just re reevaluate and um try to focus on what's important and to us the most important thing is giving you guys good content and good audio so you can hear it so having to pull back where we're actually going to have to st- not do the interviews, um, at least not in the podcast. Lamb, do you want to e- explain maybe some of the ideas that we had um, of where to go forward in the interview and other stuff that we were talking about?
2: Like we're, as we're so fond of saying, you know, instead of problems, things are always challenges or opportunities. Um, and so for, for what we're talking about now, uh, we're looking to expand... How we do pretty much everything we do. Like for example, us having to, to reshuffle the episodes in order to 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 make sure that we got content out for you guys. Made it so that you know we produced a twenty questions uh, episode where you got to know Chad and I a little bit better. Um, but beyond that, we're also looking to. Um, you know the the challenge for us now is actually having to go out and do things, um, which I think is a great challenge. You know, uh, for our interview subject, for example, um, we're we're going to try to to get out to her show and do the interviews live via Instagram stories, uh, which I think is actually pretty fascinating. Um, and we we also are now forced to physically go out into the world and do things. So I think it's I actually think it's really really cool. Um, and I think both you and I have made good decisions on that, in that we didn't see these necessarily
1: as problems, but just interesting challenges that we needed to find unique answers to. Right, exactly. And I, I think, if, if anything, that's the main reason. I mean, other than giving you guys a rundown of what's going on with us, that's the main reason we wanted to talk about this, Is this goes to the core of a lot of the stuff we talk about, is you're, you're always going to have obstacles. Uh, and and was it two episodes ago, um, when Lam was talking about going back into coffee, he kept bringing up that word challenge, and he brings it up again now because challenge is it's it's what pushes you forward. So instead of giving up and throwing our hands in the air and going whatever our computers have screwed us, we're moving forward and we're trying to do some different things. Now there's st- there's still a lot of logistics to figure out. You know, um, what's really nice is Instagram stories. You know, they have the live where you can just go live. You don't have to do it in those one minute clips. You can just do continuous live streaming video, but now it lets it stay on the account for replays for 24 hours. So that if you guys aren't watching it the exact minute that we record it, you won't miss it. But I also, I'm going to look into a way of finding a way to archive those as well. I'm not sure whether it allows us to save them. We're going to have to figure that out. Um, And then we'll have to find a place to store those. Maybe it'll be YouTube. Who knows? Um, So that if you're not available in that 24-hour window, you'll still be able to watch these interviews. And especially for the interviewees, I want to be able to have these at a place where they can direct people to it in more than a 24-hour window. But as a consequence of that, that means two things. We need you guys to follow us on Instagram so that you can see this stuff because we want to start doing more interplay between the two things. You know, we want this, obviously this is the core, this is where we're doing the talking and stuff, but we want the supplemental stuff, the stuff that's going to add and and that's going to give you more of an experience for these episodes to the Instagram. You know, so if I refer to an image, we can put it on the Instagram, but we also want to find creative and new ways to use Instagram, which... We're still in the experimental phase. We're still figuring out. I'm looking at stuff to see what what crazy things other people are doing. um, Lamb's doing the same. So it's going to be a fun adventure. Our Instagram is at randombadassery, all one word. So follow us on there. And then if you guys have ideas for things you want to see us do, uh, give us us some feedback. And uh, especially if you have some crazy... Weird idea on how to use uh, Instagram or or the interplay between a podcast and Instagram. Let us know. I would love to hear from you guys. Regardless of whether it's about that, I would love to hear from you guys in general. And it's kind of an interesting it, it because it required
2: both Chad and I to pivot so hard. Uh, we started to think more and more about what we've always kind of wanted to do with Instagram, but we not not just the Instagram, but with. Uh, all of these various channels, whether it's the YouTube channel that we're we're gonna have to start now, now that we put our, our our cards on the table. Um, but one of the biggest things that we've always wanted is to try to create um, an environment in which you could go to multiple sources to get different useful nuggets um, that you couldn't get in one medium or the other. Because obviously, you know, when it comes to the podcast, this is a purely audio medium, um, at least for us, you know, as it is now. But moving forward, we'd want to give you useful images, um, you know, fun things that you can do, challenges that are 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 you know useful um, to your creativity, you know, things that that Chad and I are both doing that are headed towards that direction as well. So um, this is this is forcibly pivoted us to a position in which we've always kind of wanted to go. We're just having to do it by force. So I guess it's just the universe's way of saying that. You know we, even even though we think we're doing the right thing um, if we don't continually evolve and continually change then we'll we'll get complacent and 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 we'll just frankly bore you guys so what we're going to try to do is we're going to try to be to be more creative with how we disseminate content and how we make sure that all of that content ties together and stays continually useful
1: and it's It's just a matter of us wrapping our heads around this, um, like for example you know, one thing that it, it's sometimes, you know, you put these, we want to do some crazy things. We want to do some awesome, completely new, original things. And this, this actually ties into uh, how we talk about the creative process. When we talk about the creative process, we talk about, you know, you have an idea for a book, you have an idea for a painting. You're always looking for this grand idea. And because you're looking for that grand idea, it prevents you from starting. And... Because you don't want to be mundane. Um, I heard a guy yesterday talking about starting apps and programs. He's a computer program developer. And he was kind of still living in the past, dealing with a failed product launch that he had had before. And the person he was talking to said, so what's stopping you from making another one? And he says, well, you know, I want them all to be perfect. And the guy said, well, you already failed, so it's already too late for them to all be perfect, so just move forward. <laughs> and that's kind of, uh, you know, the way you need to look at these things. Uh, you just need to move forward because that you might come up with that great idea in the long run. But what about all the other stuff that you can do along the way, you know, all the little work, all the m- forward momentum? Without that momentum and that movement forward, you're never going to come up with that great original idea, if you ever come up with it at all, because most of the successful and amazing things that we see in the world started out as mundane things. It's the effort and love that's put into them that matters, not the originality. You know, it's
2: interesting that you say that, because the, the podcast is a good example of that for both of us, in the sense that it's never been perfect. Not only has it not been perfect, there are times where it's been catastrophically difficult. Um, Moments where you and I run into brick walls that are so insurmountable in the moment that, you know, it almost feels like, you know, I I can't even tell you the number of times where I I lie there late at night after, you know, a tough day of trying to figure this out with you and say, you know, should we really keep doing this? You know what I mean? And I I guess that's that's true with any project that's worth its, you know, I I said this early on in the podcast, which was, um, you know, any, nothing worth doing is ever easy. Um, And I think that, that, that you can't find that perfection until you... Do something long enough to find all of its imperfection, and I think we're a good example of that. You know, we—I don't think it's ever been perfect. The audio's never been perfect. Um, you know, the, the the methodology for how to record and 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 edit the the audio together has never been easy for you. Um, you know, the the figuring out the social media stuff or the interplay between all of these different conduits for us has never been perfect or easy. But the great thing about continually doing this is that every time we try it, every time we do something different, every time we use it different productivity app or a new organizational app, we get just a little bit better at it. And even if we don't get better at it in that moment, we've learned a new tool that we can then either apply to something that we're trying to do in the future or um, learn a way to use a tool a way that it wasn't intended that fits our purposes. So everything that you do, you know, regardless of whether it's it's, it's, it's success or failure is
1: always an opportunity to learn. And the one thing that has always been easy, actually, though, is once we start recording these conversations
2: and <laughs> that's true and that's
1: part of the reason that i think that we've stuck with it at least on my end is because this part is so much fun and this part is so natural and this is like you said in iterations of this podcast before we were even in the current format when we were in the old format even if we weren't recording this we would still be having these conversations sure <laughs> so as as a consequence before we started this i actually i had made an instagram story just kind of showing the mess of drinks that i have set up before we do these episodes <laughs> the most mundane material but hey like i said start out mundane move forward it's weird how 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 my my um, set of
2: equipment seems to have devolved back into what it was when we started. It. So, so the setup is very similar to. I mean, we might as well be sitting on couches across from each other. And for anyone who doesn't know, that's that's how Chad and I began all of this. You know, with earbuds and phones in hand, with notebooks in front of us, staring at each other across a room, recording these things.
1: And with uh, Willy Wonka on silent playing in the background. So oh yeah. If our, yeah. Oh, if our yeah. eyes that's wandered, fair. we had something to look at. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Wonka is our spirit animal, and we mean the Gene Wilder version, of course, because it is the only version. Do you think? I mean, in in that interview that you saw, one of the the thing that
2: the, I I wonder if it's a, a function of age. You know, I wonder if part of the reason why we're able to push through these things and fight through to 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 create something that we want is because we're older and wiser, and we realize that perfection is just never attainable.
1: And I also think that. At least for me, this is the first thing that has felt uh, effortless in, in, the, in the core of it. In the sense, like going back to the conversation thing, that this talking is, is at my core. Um, having conversations and particularly having it with someone that I can talk about the things that I want to talk about. So that part is so effortless that I'm willing to face all those obstacles because it just makes so much sense that I'm not willing to give up on it because I, I, I'm like, oh, I have all of this knowledge that I've that I've attained that is I always thought most of it was trivial. but now I have a place to share it and there's actually people listening to it. And the main thing honestly that gets me through all these frustrations, is the listeners? I know that there's people that come back to this week after week, and they they get inspiration from this. And it's not because i I think anything um, of greatness about myself. It's because of things that I've been told, and that's why I want to come back. Is because of the people who have sent us feedback and said that this is making a difference in their life. Um, I ha- I think I sent it to you. We had one guy on Twitter. I don't have the message in front of me right now to pull up the name. But he said that we were continually inspiring him to fail forward, uh, to just keep pushing, and and that's exactly what we're doing right now. We're failing forward. Failing forward. I really like that. That's a really. Did you have you said that at some point? No, I wish I had. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I think I have the list. Right. It was Johnny Gwynn that said that. I do save the. I do save these things, guys. Um. So, I mean, that's part of it, too, is it's not just a responsibility to each other. It's a responsibility to all of you guys out there that keeps bringing us back. And it's it's what makes us matter. I mean, our purpose here, we've said it many times, is for you guys. This is not for us. This is not self-edification. You know, I, I write books. Like, if I want somebody to toot my horn, I'll give them my book, which is still fractionally possible that they'll toot my horn because they might hate it as well. But, you know, if I want to focus just on me, writing a book and putting it out is about as you as you can get because you're the only person involved in the process. Yeah. We do this because of you guys. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I think that's one of the
2: the very powerful lessons and one of the useful things. I mean, we've been doing this for almost two years now. Um, Has it been two years? Does that sound about right? I think it's a yeah, it's a year and a half approximately. Gotcha. Um, but the thing that the thing that that I think is really useful um, for anyone out there who's doing something creative or doing something that that they want to share with the world is understand why you want to achieve something. Um, I, I guess more specifically, understand why you want to do something. And I think the reason why Chad and I continually keep coming back and doing the the podcast is because we always started with that grounding principle. You know, we always wanted to 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 share a creative process or, or share creative tools or creative mindset that helps people to be more creatively free um, and to be happier in many senses. So I think that because we started with that premise, it doesn't matter what medium we use. It doesn't matter, you know, whether it's Instagram or Twitter or, you know, Chad and I may end up just being YouTubers and we may just do YouTube episodes. Um, it may evolve to that. The The greatest thing is that we've never put limits on what it can be we've always just had a very clear idea of what we've wanted it to do. And I think because of that, um, because of the grounding principles of of the project and, and what it's always meant to us, I mean, the podcast is just the tip of the spear for us. Um, in the long run, we want this to be a useful, creative tool for everybody. And we want it to be useful for, 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 for many different reasons, not just specifically towards creatives, but towards business people, towards anyone who's looking for a way to find creative solutions to, to challenges in their life. Um, and so I think because of that, because of the grounding principles that 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 we started out with when it came to this podcast, continuing to do it is easy. It's not even a choice. You know, the principles are so strong and the 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 intention is so altruistic that I think it's easy to continue doing it without a hiccup, um, because it's never about us or about our difficulties or our challenges. You know, and that's I, I think that one thing that that Chad and I have both we don 't talk about it much on the podcast, I mean I, I think I do more than Chad does, but you know we've both had a lot of really difficult things to contend with over the past year and a half, you know through the the months and months' worth of of, of recording and the the, the, the difficulties that we face both technically as well as personally in our lives. Uh, but the one thing we always continually keep coming back to is this podcast. We have to do it. It's not even a choice. You know, when we wake up on, on, on Wednesday morning, this is between, between the moment I wake up to the moment the ep- the episode is recorded, it's the only thing I think about. And even if that means that, that you know i'm not you know on on a particular day where i'm stuck at work or something and i can't record till seven or eight o'clock at night i'm constantly thinking about the podcast until it's done even if that means it's 10 p.m and i think that that singular obsession that 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 need to produce something that I feel is useful to the world is what defines what this podcast is and why we continue to do it. You know, both Chad and I were talking about this with the Instagram, which is, you know, if we want it to be successful, we need to treat it like we treat the podcast, which is we need to get obsessed about it. And I think that that's a fantastic lesson for, for, for all people in all walks of life doing any particular project is it will never be successful until it becomes your sole obsession until it becomes a part of who you are. And until you can't, You can't not think about it because it's just
1: part of you. That's why it is so important to reiterate what Lamb says there know your why. There's a great book that I've mentioned in this podcast before called Start with Why by Simon Sinek. If you haven't read it, go read it. It's for anyone. He explains why Martin Luther King was successful, he explains why Steve Jobs was successful. He explains why the Wright brothers were successful when there was a government funded group that had more money and more resources than them trying to make the advances in flight at the same time as the Wright brothers and the Wright brothers were two brothers that made bicycles and why they were able to succeed and it's really important to understand what that reason is that's why I think about was it about seven eight episodes ago I rewrote the description of the show. And the description of the show is our why. Because I want the whole world to know, we want the whole world to know why we're here every week. And why we're here every week, even though we've talked about, you know, growing this audience and getting more people, which is important to us, it's not as important as you. The person listening to this right this second, you. You're the most important person to us, you're the one we want to inspire. You're the one that I want to go make something today. I want you to make the world a better place. This is for you right now. Whether there's 5,000 of you, whether there's 500,000 of you, or whether there's five of you. You're the ones that we come back for. You're the ones we do this for. And
2: that's our why. I still get a huge kick out of that, by the way. Even, you know, the occasional message that we get from someone on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook that says, thank you guys so much for doing this. Um, I was able to to change something or learn something or grow from something
1: that you had on the podcast. I still get such a huge kick out of that. There's a weird thing there in when you want to do something altruistic for other people and you really want to help other people, there's a weird feeling when you, It's an amazing feeling when you hear that feedback. There's also a weird feeling because you also have that, oh, am I just doing this for the feedback? And I can tell you that even though we talk about having feedback, we've had very little feedback from you guys. So (laughs) even though we get a kick out of that feedback, it's so infrequent that most of the time we operate this show is on the assumption that we're helping you guys with the hope. That we're helping you guys, so you know what 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 is the morality of that? If you want to use the word morality, you know, there's uh, there's been a lot of philosophical arguments about whether it's possible to do a truly selfless deed when you feel good for doing something for someone else. That's really not a debate that we're ever going to have here, because we're just going to keep making this. Plus, to be honest with you, I think it's it's a pointless debate
2: anyway, because I I don't mind feeling good about doing something for someone. Um, you know, I don't mind feeling good about being able to reach people and being able to inspire people. I mean, uh, I'm not, I'm not professing to be some kind of selfless monk sitting on a hilltop, you know, disseminating wisdom to the world um, that I, I, I hear from the universe. I all I want to do is I, I want to provide. You know something useful to someone, to to someone, to to anyone, and I think that you feel the same. And so, because of that, like it does feel good, and I don't think that there's anything really wrong with that, as long as it's not the only reason you're doing it. Then I think that it's it's okay to to get a little bit of validation. It's okay to get a little bit of feedback, and it's okay to to feel a sense of 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 joy. Uh, uh, in being able to help people. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, I still think that there's a limit to that. You know, there's, there's a limit to the pride that you can feel because I think pride is inherently dangerous. And once you start doing things for the sake of, of, of pride or validation, then you start to to you start to bow to the, the whims of the universe when it comes to what you're producing and how you're producing it. But I think for Chad and I, we're just going to keep going. Um, at least now, a year and a half into this, with the countless numbers of episodes that we've done, I'm almost starting to f- starting to feel like the podcast or Random Madassery as, as a thing is starting to become an entity in and of itself, and we're just the caretakers of it. And so from that perspective, I feel like it's going gonna, it's gonna to continue to move in the direction that it needs to move in order to be what we want it to be, but it's gonna, it now has a life of its own. And I think that that's one of the amazing things about what it is to, to me is, you know, I, I still listen to our episodes. I go back and I listen to, listen to them, not because... You know, I want to hear the sound of my own voice or anything crazy like that, but because I really want to understand what's useful from those episodes. You know, what is it that people hear that 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 makes them gravitate towards it, or what what is it that they can take away from what we're 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 saying? And I think that it's it's the podcast feels like a separate person to me now, and I really like that.
1: Yeah, if you guys don't know, the Lamb's been going back and listening to them from the beginning, which is something I'm going to follow suit with him as well on that. And that's very valuable in the sense that there might be loose ends back there of things that we, you know, topics that we just kind of touched that we could go further in depth with because we really mean it when we say we want to go deep and we want to give you guys something valuable. So that's that's part of the process, too. And I think that's more important than uh, whether we do interviews or we don't do interviews, whether... Um, it's more important than anything is to just get to the core of what you guys, what's what can be valuable for you guys. And I think that that feeling of of goodness when, when you inspire someone,
0: I think that's part of the
1: system. I think that's the way the system is supposed to work. You know, when you do something good for someone else, you should feel good. That's the way it's supposed to work because that is your reward. Um, kind of like when you're hungry and you eat. You feel good when you have that meal inside of you. That's the way it works because it's supposed to reinforce that. The system is supposed to reinforce goodness. It's supposed to reinforce harmony. It's supposed to reinforce people caring about other people. And we have never said this, and I'm surprised we have never said this on the show before, but anything that you get from this show, pay it forward. Give it to someone else. Even if it's just a feeling of being... Uh, a a feeling of, of being inspired or of feeling good, give that to someone else today. Make the world a better place. Literally, I've said that so many times. Make the world a better place because you can rely on politics if you want. You can rely on religion if you want. Those are all your choices. But the one thing that always works is person to person. Making the world a better place is one person dealing with another person. That's it. Everything else is more complicated, but when you take everything down to the base thing that always works is the way that we relate to each other. So inspire someone today. Take care of someone today. Tell someone something interesting today. Do something cool today. And don't be afraid of what that's going to mean. Don't be afraid to fail. Going back to what Liam was saying earlier, why do we keep approaching this even though we've had so many obstacles? The same reason that I've said before that you have to, Try again, try again, try again. You guys have heard me say that before. What that really means is I want you to think about it. Think about the idea of you want to accomplish this goal. Uh, We'll say that the goal is to end hunger in your city. Say that's your goal. You try one attempt at um, a program. It fails. It doesn't work out. Well, if you give up, hunger is never going to end in your city so you have to try another attempt so you try it a different way and if that fails you try again and if that fails you try again you keep trying different approaches until you find the program that sticks the one that works the one that is the right thing at the right time in the right place that has all of the magic that it needs because success on most of these things that we put out into the world is just chance everything just kind of works But the one thing that always works in that is the refusal to give up. Because once you give up, it's done. It's failed. That is never going to be accomplished. Because you have cut off all possibility for it to be accomplished. And say your goal is to end hunger in your city. And you worked your whole life towards that goal. And you die. And it's only 90% there. It never finished guess what? That goal will be accomplished. Just maybe not in your lifetime. Because the work that you did for all those years to get you to that 90%, someone else is going to come along. And they're going to pick up that. They're going to be inspired by that. They're going to learn something from that. And they're going to be that last 10%. And that goal will be achieved. So when you go to do something in your life, it's you that decides whether it fails or succeeds because the one thing that always ends it is giving up.
2: I also think it's useful to heading towards goals like that to cut the task itself up into I mean, I I talked about this in the last couple of episodes and I think it's 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 worth echoing just because or it's worth um, repeating just because I'm I'm doing it very much in my own life right now and it is Incredibly successful um, and helps to keep my forward momentum moving. Which is, set up small victories for yourself. Set up small things that you can do day by day, hour by hour, that help you to to get enough yeses. It's all about the yeses. It's all about the victories, and it's all about being able to to maintain momentum. So, build those things in for yourself. You know, like today, for example, I'm going to go um, location scout for a photo shoot. You know, I, I'm I'm going to do something that I know I can do well, and I know I can achieve very quickly and easily that will, will result in, in someone being happy. Um, and so I'm going to go do that, you know, whether for you, that's a conversation or, or sitting down at a piano or, or talking to a friend who's dealing with a difficult thing in their lives or whatever it may be. Um, learning how to be grateful for, for the life that you have and, and the things that you have is a very important part of this. And I feel like being able to take that, that feeling of gratitude and going into these tasks and, and achieving the smaller victories will help you to to realize that even if you don't achieve what you, you set out to achieve, you know, to, to echo Chad's sentiment, um, it's not about the achievement necessarily. Um, it's about being able to, to put that particular ball on top of the hill and letting it roll down you may not see it hit the bottom, but someone will if you keep pushing at it and I think that 's a really really important thing to 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 reiterate um, you know it's it's you can't it 's not even about not giving up it 's about just that's, it, that that can 't even enter your mind um, whether you give up or not you know I, I think about the things that i 'm doing now that are important to me like this podcast um, you know like my my progress with golf um, you know my my writing. There, there's never a roadblock too big. There's never a wall too high. Uh, there's never a challenge that's too difficult. It, it it doesn't matter. I don't even think about whether or not we can or can't do something or whether I can't or, can, can or can't do something. I'm just going to do it. And I might run into that wall 50 times, 100 times, 1,000 times before I finally find that one notch in the wall that allows me to climb it. But I'm just going to do it. And each time I fall, it's not going to demoralize me. It's just going to force me to find a different route to get to the top of that wall. Um, so I think that that ruthless determination, that that sense of almost foolhardy confidence going into tasks like this, um, is very critical to succeeding
1: in in the long run at it. One of the big problems when we approach things in our lives that are important to us that are large, um, is particularly. Uh, creative projects, is they seem more complex, so we, we apply what we think is more complex thinking to them. But in reality, they're just as simple as the small things. And what I mean by that is a novel. I've talked about the novel before and how overwhelming it is. And I was just saying this to somebody yesterday, that at times writing a novel feels more like project management than it does writing. Sure. You know, you make one change in chapter one, it may ripple throughout the rest of the book. So then you have to go through and make sure, you know, even if you change the color of a carpet in a room and that, that room, somebody goes into that room 20 times in the book, you got to go to every 20 times that shows up in the book and change the color of that carpet. That's project management. So it will be easy to apply a more complex way of thinking to that Uh this going i'm specifically speaking of this failing ideology or succeeding ideology but think about it in the same terms as when when you first drew a tree when you were a kid it didn't look like a tree when you first sat down at the piano you couldn't play beethoven you can't expect perfection at the at the initial phases of, of something, I can't expect to sit down and write my novel all in one shot, get to the end and be like, Whoop, man, that was easy. It only took me four days. That's not going to happen. I've never written a novel before. I'm going to fail a lot in the process. I'm going to have to try different approaches. I'm going to have to try different things. And that's the same thinking it takes to learn how to draw a tree. Why do kids learn how to draw? Why do we learn how to draw? Because kids don't give up. They don't care that what they drew doesn't look like a tree because the next one they draw, maybe it's going to look a little bit more like a tree. And the next one and the next one. They don't ever give up on that. There's a a thing that our teachers love to tell students, and it's that there's a thousand bad sketches in you before you get any good. So the faster you get through those thousand sketches, the quicker you can get to being good. That's the idea of failing forward.
0: That's everything. And take that
1: same simple ideology and apply it to everything in your life. You want to end hunger in your city? You're going to have to fail a thousand times at a thousand different attempts. You have to, once you start really digesting that, you know, and, and stop taking it as like this lofty idea, and just it's very practical, it's very simple. And when you start to believe that, it changes the way that you approach things. Because when you do something, you know, you write a sentence in a novel and it's a bad sentence. You don't go, I give up, and throw the book out the window. <laughs> Some people do. <laughs> you rewrite the sentence. Hemingway supposedly, uh, I'm going uh, having a brain hiccup right now, remembering which novel it was. But he wrote the last paragraph of one of his novels 40 times because he couldn't get the words right. That's why Hemingway succeeded. And I guess from that perspective too,
2: the, the, one of the, the, the key things to take away from that is at least for me, like, I, you know, we always talk about failure and success. And, and I, I think that, that in the longer, the longer run, you know, when we're talking about these things, the words failure and success don't even enter the equation anymore. Um, You know, like, for example, how do you, you know, you talked about this a couple of episodes ago, which is, you know, it it all comes down to how you measure success. You know, like even if you fail at your task of feeding your city, for example, or ending hunger in your city, you did achieve some things that day. You did achieve some good that day. You know, a few people got fed or not quite as many as you wanted or, um,